0: Kings and Queens, what's going on? And welcome back to another episode of Kicking It With Kay. It is your girl Kayla, of course, also known as your favorite life coach and today for my co-host i have the one and only dr chanel sweet joining me and we are going to have a great conversation today dr chanel hi thank you so much for being
1: here with me to have this conversation what are your thoughts right now wow like what are we talking about and I'm ready and excited to get in the conversation listen thank you so much again for joining me for
0: this conversation Um, this is the month of May and we recognize the month of May as Mental Health Awareness Month so before we actually get into
1: the conversation let our listeners know exactly what it is that you do. Wow okay so by day I'm an education administrator and Mm -hmm. by afternoon noon i am a mental health therapist and a life coach so that's what i do listen y'all just like me she wears
0: many hats as well so she's always on the go but she's a very powerful and very strong like i love exactly what you do so Thank you for being you. I appreciate that. So as we get into this conversation of talking about mental health awareness, I want to start off with that question. What
1: is mental health? Mental health, um, just the basic definition is just your emotional Mm. well-being. A lot of people, when they hear the word mental health, they automatically go to mental health illness and mental mental illness is not the same as mental health just like having a physical illness is not the same as physical health so your mental health is just your emotional well-being right so when we think about um
0: our mental health why is it so important that we should cater to our mental health
1: because our mental health actually affects every other aspect of our life our mental health affects our physical health our mental health um, affects our spiritual health mm-hmm. and our mental health. Um, the most important thing, it affects the relationships with the people around us. That's why it's so important to take care of your mental health. Right. So mental, your mental
0: health is pretty much where everything operates from. If you're dealing with your emotions and having to deal with people, I think I saw a post you had made. And I think it said that your mental health is just as important as being physical physically healthy right right so it's just like if if you want to pay attention to your physical health you need to pay more attention to your mental health as well right right okay i got you so what um your favorite saying that i see you posting a lot is
1: try jesus and therapy where did that come from Actually, because in addition to everything else I said, I am a licensed minister of the Mm -hmm. gospel. So I do believe in the word of God and I believe what the word of God says. And the word says that um, that God gave us the. Uh, power, love and a sound mind, right? Sound mind directly, meaning your mental health. Mm -hmm. And so I am a person that believes that you should try Jesus and therapy, that they are not separate of each other, but there is actually an intersection or a connection between the two. Um, Even looking at Jesus, Jesus walked with the disciples for over three years. That is the multitude of counsel. Right. So, that's the importance of counseling, therapy, or whatever term you want to use that's being used synonymously. Right.
0: Okay. So, I like the part that you mentioned about Jesus and him walking with the multitude of counsels. So, how do you feel or what would be a comeback for when people say, you don't need to go to therapy. Don't tell nobody about your problems. You, you don't need that.
1: But clearly, we see Jesus <laughs> right. And what I say to people that say, you know, if you have Jesus, that's all you need, then the word of God, God clearly says that there is safety yeah. in the multitude of counsel. And in I want to say it's what Psalm 1 and 1 that mm-hmm. talks about blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel yeah. of the ungodly, which means that there is a right way to walk, which is in the counsel of the godly. And so The Bible tells us to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Right. So that is the importance of mental health and our mind, because as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So for people that believe that all, you know, you just need Jesus and that's it. Mm -hmm. Then there are, you know, countless uh, examples throughout the Bible where healing was a process yeah. so everyone does not get healed miraculously and at that instant although we do believe that God will heal instantly there mm-hmm. are some people that actually have to participate in the process and there are some things that we have to do to make sure that we maintain our healing once we get it right I think it was
0: Vicki Winans, um that came out with the song a while ago that said as long as I got King Jesus <laughs> I don't need nobody else <laughs> <laughs> You need Jesus and, and therapy. therapy. Come on with me. <laughs> I um, want to hint on the part that you said about healing is a process. How do someone that is dealing with um, their mental health, emotional wise, or even a mental illness, how what what advice would you give someone um, to help them? Heal, or to even get them in the right direction of the process of healing. And everybody that is listening to this podcast, we are not telling you guys to go and do a self um analysis and diagnose yourself. But this is just healthy conversation, <laughs>
1: right? The conversation intended does not Come constitute on. a therapeutic. <laughs> (laughs) Um, Intervention. Exactly. Um, But I would say that anytime there's anything that starts affecting your daily life, Mm -hmm. um, no different than if you got a pain in your stomach or in your side that it made it difficult for you to walk or you couldn't eat anymore, you would say, you know what? I need to go see a doctor. This is not... Normal for mm-hmm. me. So when you when you have any type of feelings, whether it's grief, anxiety, depression, when it starts affecting your daily life to the point that the normal activities that you know you would normally participate right. in, you find yourself not being able to do it, mm-hmm. then I would definitely say just go and talk with someone. And if everything is okay, then no harm, no foul. Right. But then if you need an intervention, you're not waiting until the problem has persisted over an extended period of time right that's the first thing i'll say and the other thing is when you get to a place where you are in the healing process, be gracious and kind to yourself. Mm. Don't beat yourself up. We we are very easy to extend grace to other people Yay. and we'll say, well, she's just going through something or, you know, he just lost. But we don't extend that same grace to ourselves right. that we extend to other people. And so it's a process. And just be kind to yourself. And just know that the process works if you work the process.
0: Listen, that's a word in (laughs) itself. Be gracious to yourself. It is a process that you're going through. Um, I think about when you said be gracious to yourself. And sometimes we extend that grace to others, but we won't give it to ourselves. I've come to realize like when I'm dealing with stuff It's okay for me not to be okay and to like know that and be in that moment to deal with whatever it is that I'm going through. So what is the importance of people really knowing that it's okay not
1: to be okay? Just what you just said, Kayla, that I think sometimes society, social media, and even the church have Mm -hmm. created professional liars Mm -hmm. because how are you, I'm blessed and highly favored. How are you feeling? (laughs) I'm okay. You know, on social media, we, you know, post and we drop these little, you know, feeling blessed, feeling Mm -hmm. great, but that's not really the way we're feeling in that moment. So we've just created a society of professional liars because we don't tell people it is okay to say, I'm not okay today. Kayla, how are you doing? I'm sad today. That's right. okay. Yeah, how, I'm not happy today. I'm disappointed today. Mm-hmm. I'm angry today. I'm confused. I'm frustrated. Emotions are healthy. What's not healthy is to continue to say you're okay when you're not. Because yeah. either you're just good at lying or you're in denial. In either case, that's Ooh. just not good. <laughs>
0: wow Mm, that's heavy (laughs) that is heavy professional liars mm-hmm. and I can just sit and think about like many times I have come across people or had conversations with people and you can tell on their face that they're not doing good or they're not in the best headspace. and it's the always I'm okay mm-hmm.
1: I'm fine mm-hmm. I'm good with their bottom lip trembling right fighting tears you can't uh, even I'm look good. me in my eyes right. I'm good I'm good <laughs> and then just think about even with social media um All we see on Instagram and Facebook and we just Mm -hmm. see all of your, I'm flewed out and all of the, you know, all the (laughs) vacations and Mm -hmm. staycations and girls trips. So people primarily post these lives of happy, happy rainbows and unicorns. Mm -hmm. That's not reality. And then when you see people that post where they really are, they get so much negative commentary that they'll either take the post down or it makes them feel worse. We have to normalize being real. Yeah. We just got to normalize being honest, and I'm not in any way suggesting that somebody put all of their business out on social media. But what I am suggesting is if you're not okay, be okay saying that and don't feel like you have to be somebody else, you know, for the people. Mm -hmm. I've said it several times. I'll continue to say it. People have been wearing masks long before the pandemic. That's true. I mean, really? So the masks now are physically uncomfortable, but how long are the mental masks that we've been wearing? Um, just like we can't breathe with these physical masks, mm. we can't breathe with the mental mask. I wear glasses and my glasses fog up with Come a mask. On. And with these mental masks, your vision is foggy when you're wearing these mental masks. Mask and just like you feel like you're about to suffocate, I can't breathe with these physical masks. That's the way you feel in your mind and in your heart when you're wearing these mental masks. I can't breathe. Everyone around me is smiling and laughing, Mm -hmm. and I want to smile, I want to laugh, I want to be happy. But you guys just don't know I'm choking over here. Yep, I'm suffocating, but I'm smiling. I'm suffocating, but I'm saying I'm okay. I'm suffocating but I'm posting laughing emojis when I send you a text. Mm-hmm. It's just not real. It's not mm-hmm. that <laughs> the whole social media piece. I've heard
0: people um our pastors say this before that people they they don't post um how did he say it? They post who they... We don't post who we post to be. Mm-hmm. So, we're pretty much putting on this front. We want everybody to see all of the good stuff that's happening. The blue out trips, this, that, and the third. But, when I hit that post, after that, people see that. But, on the back end... I'm sitting over here about to lose my mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and everybody's just saying, oh, she good. She good. She she don't got a bend. She doing this. She doing mm-hmm. that. So everybody thinks I'm good, but I'm hurting on the inside. And then having this mask on suffocating. Um, I take that back to the post that I made um, a few days ago about the flower that I have in my office. And the flower was just drooping droopy droopy like the neck of it was just like about to go the flower was (laughs) about to die and it was just okay let me cut the end of it off and stick it in some water some fresh water The flower is back to life now. And it just goes to say that once you can get to a place to where you can deal with your emotions, deal with whatever it is that you got going on and let that dead stuff go, let the dead weight go, or let me try to impress this person or that Uh person, like put it on a back burner and let it go and get you some help, get you some water, get
1: you something fresh. It will... Light up your world. Like- but, but this is the thing. Think about the flower. That the flower could not do anything mm-hmm. to heal itself. Yeah, It took you recognizing mm-hmm. that this flower needs something and then saying, this is the part that's keeping this flower from living. Right. Let me cut the very thing that's keeping it from living and keeping it from getting the water that mm-hmm. the rest of it needs. To be healthy. Right. And like you said, once you cut that off, then the flower can live. We can't... Sometimes, it's the people around us Mm. that actually have the ability to help us. And we have to let people do that for us Yeah, you know even they have laws against uh, if I'm a medical doctor I can't write myself a prescription mm. I still have to go to yeah. a doctor because that's considered unethical because I'm, I shouldn't be treating myself right. and some of us we treat ourselves I mean whether it's on WebMD or we feel like because we go to Barnes and Noble and get a self help yep. book that you know I'm going to be okay no you're not going to be okay yeah. Talk to someone that specializes in whatever it is you're dealing with so you can be okay. Mm -hmm. And I think the other part, um, Minister Kayla, is that people have to understand that just because you're not okay today does not mean that you're never going to be okay. Right. That's just your current situation, your current state. But when you deal with it, you can be okay. Mm -hmm. And so it's not a death sentence. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it's just temporary. It's a temporary, it's temporary. situation yeah. that we make permanent when we ignore it. That is so true. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's, that's a lot.
0: But it's so true. Like I I'm just sitting here and I'm thinking about all the posts that I see. And it It hits home when you know certain people and you know certain um, situations. And it's still like, why are you trying to keep up with the Jones? Why are you trying to put on for your city or whatever? and let people help you in a healthy way um you had made another post that i seen that was it was funny but it, it makes a lot of sense you said um stop seeking validation from others validations is for the parking
1: lot yeah valid i say it validation is for parking and approval is for applications <laughs> and we seek validation from people that aren't valid and we try to find our relevance in irrelevant people because this is the thing you telling me I'm great, awesome and wonderful does not make me great, awesome and wonderful if that's not what I believe right. about myself. And that's all of the things sometimes that we see on social media and the way people portray it's because they're seeking the validation and approval of other people. Mm-hmm. But let's just be clear. You're never going to be what everyone wants. I say all the time, I'm not everybody's cup of tea because some people drink coffee. That's true. That's true. And when you realize that it's just okay to be unapologetically you, even if that means saying I'm not okay today. Right. It's okay. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, it's okay because like you said, the people that know you in your real life, not your social media life, yeah. not your clubhouse bio life, right? but the people that know you in your real life, they know you're not okay. Mm-hmm. They just do. And when you don't deal with your stuff, your stuff deals with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> deal with it before it deals with you. Oh, it will you. deal with you.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. Even in that, when people look for validation in others, how important is it to have self-talks with yourself? Because what you believe about yourself or how you treat yourself is truly how others will treat and talk to you as well. So can you talk about that for a little bit? Um, self-validation.
1: Right. Well, and that, like you just said, that is for me, like I said, I I do, I am a Christian. I do love God. So I find my validation and my worth in who God says I am not who people say I am and not who people celebrate me for being, Mm. because this is the thing you will be the headline today Mm -hmm. and you'll be forgot about tomorrow. So if your value and your self worth is tied into the people that celebrate you, you'll be fine when they're clapping, but you will die when they stop.
0: Mm.
1: And so you can't do it for the crowd, right? Because what happens when the crowd booze you? Yeah it's gonna happen it's i mean it's gonna happen and so it is important to have those talks with yourself not just to encourage yourself but also to stay grounded Mm -hmm. and humble you know because sometimes let's just be honest it's easy to get high and lifted up in pride when other people are celebrating you that's true and when you don't tell yourself okay you cute but you ain't that cute yeah Um, You you smart, but hey, just bring it down a little bit. You know, I know you saw your pitch on a couple of flyers and you feeling yourself, but take it down a notch because you have to have those courageous conversations with yourself to say, listen, Mm -hmm. you know, calm down. You know, yeah. let's take it all the way down. <laughs> hold on, yeah, 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 yeah. Step back, chick. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, step back. Hold right. on, because sometimes people won't have courageous conversations with you. Yeah, and I, I mean, it's okay, and I'm not saying it's okay, but it's one thing to lie to other people. That's a whole nother other to lie to yourself. Mm. It, that's different. That is different, for it, real. If, if you can't be honest with anyone else. You have to be able to tell yourself the truth about you. Yeah. But the reality is some people don't tell themselves the truth about who they are because they don't know yeah. who they are. Mm. I can't tell you a truth that I don't know. Yeah. That. <laughs>
0: I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to exit stage left <laughs> because I am done. I, <laughs> you can't lie to yourself. You, can't lie to you yourself. cannot lie to yourself. Mm-hmm. The episode um, that aired before this one, I talked about truth or dare, and I challenged everybody to either pick truth or dare. And for the truth, I asked the question. Um, are you really living out who you are or are you just putting on the front? Mm. And I, as for the ones that picked dare, I dared them to that if they are living, um, unapologetically themselves, then to keep doing it. I dared them to just keep living your truth, being living your truth, because nobody can live your truth but
1: you. But you. But you. Um, <laughs> living your truth. Walk you, in your you truth. Have to, and that's why you have to have that sound mind that we referenced yeah. in the beginning. You, I mean, that is the that's the key to it, mm-hmm. and balancing your emotions, balancing all of... I mean, let's just be honest. We're in the middle... We're still in a pandemic, yeah. even though I know a lot of people act like we're not. Right. Um, and a lot has just in a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. And just the trauma of that alone, it requires us to step back and say, let me just see how this has really affected me. Let me see the toll this is really taking on me and just be honest. Do I need to speak with someone Mm -hmm. period? Just do I need to talk with someone? And for everyone, everyone doesn't need to see a therapist, not every person. Some people actually need a life coach because Mm -hmm. there's a difference. Some people need a life coach. You just need, you know what you want to do. You Mm -hmm. know how you want to do it, but you need someone number one to hold you accountable and to help you map out the steps. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Some people need a consultant. They don't need a life coach or a therapist. They just need someone. I know what I want to do. I know how I want to do it. I just need to bounce some ideas off of someone to kind of make sure I'm staying where I need to be. Some people just need a counselor, someone to give them what we call in the country, just some good old advice Mm -hmm. about which way to go. But then there are others that your problems or your issues are rooted in trauma they're affecting your relationships. Yeah. And it's to the point that if I don't do something, I'm going to lose everything and everyone around me. Right. Yes. You need a therapist. Yeah. I- I'm glad you brought up the word trauma because I want to
0: talk about that um, a little bit more. For people that don't know what trauma is, what would be a good definition
1: Trauma is just the way you experience something Mm -hmm. because I can be in a car accident and then on a Monday and then Tuesday, get in a rental and drive to work the next day. Another person can be in a car accident on a um, a Monday and now they're afraid to drive ever again. Mm -hmm. So trauma is just your life events and how you experience it that's the only thing that makes it trauma because what's trauma for you may not be traumatic for me. So it's just the way I lived it. I processed it and I experienced
0: it. Gotcha. So when people deal with trauma, does trauma just start at a
1: certain age who can experience trauma? Oh, and I try, no, <laughs> trauma is uh, everyone and anyone right. can experience trauma. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's important for people, the people we love and we care about and we come in contact with to let people know that the way you feel about a situation is OK. Yeah. Even, you know, things say, saying something to somebody like is not that serious. Mm-hmm. Well, it might not be that serious for you, but it's not OK to tell someone else is not that serious, or you're overreacting yeah. because that's the way they experienced it. And so, just letting a person know not so much that you agree with their feelings, because feelings don't need agreement, mm-hmm. but that I am listening to you and I understand what you're telling me not well if it were me i would feel the same way yeah but i i hear you and i understand what you're telling me Mm -hmm. i think that's really good that you said that because a lot of
0: times um we do belittle what people feel um i scraped my knee and it hurt well i scraped my knee and it didn't
1: hurt well, my knee ain't your knee. <laughs> well, we try to one-up, folks. I scrape my knee and it hurt. Well, I broke my knee two years ago. Wait. <laughs> What's the, the
0: competition? Why are we in competition <laughs> with each other yes. over something that... Like that, So I think we have to be very mindful of when we are communicating with people because we never know where a person is um, in life or what they're going through if they don't say it. So I think that we definitely have to be mindful of the way we say stuff um, and even our tone when we're talking to people. Because if I'm yelling at somebody, that can trigger something for them when I can just be like, you know, this happened, that happened. so i think that plays a lot in it too um when we talk about trauma um what is with you working with your clients and stuff Mm -hmm. what is like the biggest age group or range that people deal with like the most trauma or for lack of better
1: words at doubt well i'll say for for people for i'll say kids i know they hate to be called that Teenagers, Mm -hmm. they deal a lot with trauma, with um, acceptance, body image, self-concept, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's what you primarily see 13 to about 18. Gotcha. Uh, Once people normally or kids graduate from high school, then it's breakups, relationships, Mm -hmm. those type of things when you start looking at you know people that are in their 30s because they've had a little bit more experience mm-hmm. now you're talking about still like breakups in relationships yeah. those um those type of traumas and then as they get oh as you get older then there are other things that come into play like death uh other people death because when you know, even though kids understand death, mm-hmm. they don't sometimes experience it the way adults do. Yeah. And so that's kinda, you know, the way Primarily what I deal with, but across the board, it's relationships and not just romantic relationship trauma, Mm -hmm. relationships and families. So for children that, you know, don't know one parent or one parent was absent, that's still a relationship type trauma. And when trauma is not dealt with appropriately, then. People behave out of their trauma. So I had a bad breakup with a a guy. Mm. So now, you know, all men are dogs. All men can't be trusted. Or if I was a little girl that always sat on the front porch waiting on my dad to show up and he never showed up, now all men can't be trusted or people don't keep their word. Mm -hmm. Or if I'm someone in ministry that just happened to get in a church with some, you know, not so nice people, then now church people are this, that, and the other. Mm -hmm. So it's most trauma is relationship type trauma. Wow. So our
0: relationships really play a big part (laughs) on our
1: mental (laughs) <laughs> yes, that's why we have to choose wisely. Um, I know we can't choose our family, but all of the other relationships that we choose, whether they're friendships, romantic relationships, even connections with organizations, sororities, churches, all of those things, we we have to make an effort to choose wisely because the effects of traumatic relationships can last. Long after you're no longer connected to that person. And I will say this even with family relationships, you can't choose your family, but you can choose the relationship that you choose to have Mm -hmm. with certain family members yeah um
0: i like the way that you put that i heard td jakes um say this one time Um, he was talking about relationships and he was like sometimes you just have to meet some people where they are um you can't love everybody on the same level so if somebody um only has like um a court of love. I got to love them with right. where they are. If somebody else is a gallon, you know, loving them with that gallon love. Right. So it's just like, you got to know, know your people. Know your And, <laughs> and, and know and, how to
1: love them. And to be honest, setting boundaries. That's yeah. very important for your mental health. Yeah. Because a boundary is is not to keep people out. A boundary is to keep you safe Mm. because you know what you can and cannot handle and what you want and don't want to allow in your life. A lot of trauma comes when we allow people to violate our boundaries Mm. and we don't speak up about it. And now we're left with the wounds and scars of someone violating our boundaries. And we didn't say, Hey, I don't want you to do that. Or it's not okay to do that. Or if I see that you are a habitual violator of Mm -hmm. my boundaries, making the decision that I don't want to be in a relationship with you.
0: Yeah. Why do you think that when it comes to boundaries, um, we, how do I want to say this? When it comes to boundaries, we can set a boundary and be like, okay, I'm not going to let this happen. But we turn around and let it happen.
1: Why is it so? (laughs) Well, a lot of times we do it because of fear Mm -hmm. of losing the person, fear of rejection, Mm -hmm. fear of not being accepted. And then what do I do if the person says I'm going to do it anyway? so I'll just let you continue to call me out of my name even though I don't like it yeah. and I say in the mirror what he not gonna do mm-hmm. or what she but then when they do it I keep my mouth closed it's crickets yeah, because it's the fear of maybe losing the person or losing the relationship <laughs> mm.
0: that's that hits different. Yes. That that definitely hits different. And when we think about boundaries, a lot of times when people think about boundaries, they automatically think of, I'm putting up this wall and I'm not letting this in I'm not letting that in but a boundary it works both ways is what you are willing to let in and what you're willing to let go and a lot of
1: people don't see the other side of the letting go part of it. Right. And if you think about boundaries in just everyday life we can't function in life without boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, a stop sign is a boundary. Yeah, The little white line or yellow line in the highway is a boundary. Traffic lights are boundaries. What would happen if there were no yellow or white lines in the highway, no stop signs, no traffic lights, crash and burn, wreck after wreck right. after wreck, four or five p- car pile up. Boundaries are necessary. Just for the order and flow of things mm-hmm. to be the way they should be. So for some of us, our mental health is not where it needs to be because we lack boundaries. So it's just a bunch of crash and burn four car, five car pile ups right. because we have not set and put boundaries in place. Mm. You need boundaries, people. You gotta have, <laughs> you gotta have gotta boundaries. Gotta
0: have boundaries. Gotta have boundaries. And you gotta stick to those boundaries.
1: Right. Because we create our boundaries in the calm space when no one is around. hmm And so you're thinking clearly when you set the boundary, but when you make the decision to let someone violate the boundary, that's an in-the-moment kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so you have to trust your voice enough that if you set the boundary, you did it for a reason. Right. You know what protects your heart. You know what protects your mind. You know what the buzz phrase protects your peace. Mm-hmm. So you have to ask yourself is this person worth it? Mm. Is it worth it? <laughs> That's the question. Is it
0: worth it? Is it worth it? Is it worth it? it, worth it? Mm I love that with um, anybody that's like dealing um, with their mental health. A lot of times people think that I only got to deal with my mental health when something is going wrong or when the world is about to cave in. But you can
1: deal with your mental health even when days are good and everything are ha- and everything is happy, right? Right. That's just like saying I'll only exercise after I gain 50 pounds. Mm-hmm. Going to the gym one day yeah. is not going to do anything with them 50 pounds. Mm-hmm. The only way you will lose the weight and keep the weight off is the maintenance of mm-hmm. whatever it is. So yeah. most people, if they have 50 pounds to lose, then they lose the weight. They remember what caused them to gain the weight mm-hmm. so they stay away from it, yeah. but then they have to continue that maintenance to stay those 50 pounds light. That's the same thing with your mental health. Mm-hmm. Once you lose the weight... You have to remember what caused you to gain that mental weight. What caused that anxiety? What caused that depression? What caused that fear? Now that I remember that, then I will stay away from those things. And what were the things that got me back into a good place? Whether it was seeing a counselor, whether it was journaling, Mm -hmm. whether it was prayer, meditation, yoga. So whatever kept me or got me back to that good place, then I have to maintain that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you don't do damage control. It's not a damage control, you know, let me put out a fire type situation. It is the ongoing maintenance of your peace and of your health. And it's what life do I want to live? Yeah. And then you create the life that you want. Um, in a wonderful book I read by Dr. Danielle Jones, I said what I said. One of the things she says in the book is that life doesn't become real until you create the life you want to live. Mm-hmm. Create the life that you want to live. You create the life you want to live. So it really dispels some of the things that we say like so-and-so was getting on my nerves. hmm No, so-and-so probably was annoying, but I make the choice whether or not you're going, you know, you're not going to get on my nerves because I'll ignore you or hang up the phone before I allow that Mm -hmm. to happen. Because this is my life. Right. I get to control what happens in my life and my space. And we never, I don't turn over the keys to my house to anyone. Right. Because everything that's valuable to me is in Mm -hmm. my house. That's the same as your mental health. You don't give the keys to your mental health and your peace to anyone else. Right. Mm. You got the keys. Because people don't value your stuff the way you do. And do not. They do not. Mm -mm. They do not. They want to touch it. Come on. Break your furniture. (laughs) Leave dirty dishes in the sink. (laughs) Oh, but look at this though they get to walk out of the door and go home to their clean houses Wow! when they left yours in a mess mm. <laughs> wow so that's why you don't give the keys to your happiness and your peace to anyone else so if you're in a relationship and you say oh this person completes me yeah mm. 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 no, no. <laughs> or so and so makes me happy those yeah those no no it's it's an inward thing it's before it can end, be an outward right no so-and-so added to the happiness that i already was experiencing yeah and that when you have that mindset then when ray ray decides he doesn't want to be with you anymore mm-hmm. you tell ray ray bye because i was happy before you and right. i'll be happy after you yeah That's true. What value are people adding to your life? Right. And then what value do we assign to people? Yeah. Because you're not my joy. You're not my peace. You're not my happiness. None of Mm -hmm. those. Unless your name is Jesus. Yeah. Then you're not those things to me. Mm. So I can take it or leave it. Yeah. I think that goes back um, to that
0: um, validation piece. Right. Because we're searching for something mm-hmm. that we won't take the time out to just look on the inside
1: and figure it out, right? Because the Word of God says we were fear- we are fearfully and, wonderful and made. wonderfully made. So everything that you need to live this abundant life that you've been promised is already in you, right? Now, if you hook up with someone that already understands that and they're living their abundant life, then it's fireworks everywhere because yeah. you got two people living this wonderful life. Mm-hmm. Now, hey, let's whether it's a friendship or a romantic relationship. Look, we look, we're getting ready to make it happen. Right. We're gonna do big things. But then, when you have one person that's you want all of my abundant life because you don't know who you are, Mm-mm. then no, you're sucking the life and energy out of me. Yeah. So and no. we sitting around letting people <laughs> to be leeches and suck the life out of us. Right. No. <laughs> I, I got enough to eat, not to treat. That's what I say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> not to eat, not to not treat. Not to treat,
1: no. Mm-mm. I'm going to have to use that one. <laughs> because this is the thing. Self-care is not selfish. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Self-care is not selfish. Putting yourself first, because again, as as Christians, we think that's the noble and the godly thing to do to always put other people before us. And I'm not in any way saying be, you know, stingy. I'm not saying be that type of person, but you can't give to other people what you don't have to give to yourself. Amen. I'll pay for you to get a pedicure, but my feet look like bust open potatoes. Yeah. That ain't cool. Mm-hmm. No, you take care of yourself. Make sure you're good. Then you'll actually have something to pour. Yeah. We are pouring from empty cups and wondering why everyone is thirsty. That is true. that is true I tell
0: people all the time um just like being in the position that I'm in and the stuff that I do I have to tell people no and you know the faces that I get when Kayla say no And I have to let people know, um, even when I'm talking to people or even in those moments, is that my no is just as powerful as my yes. Me saying no is me saying yes to myself. And I got to do what's best for me if I'm going to be able to fully operate in my calling to do my job with excellence. So it's just like... You can definitely find somebody else to do what it is that need to be done. Or you can do it yourself. But people depend on you so much that you'll get lost in that. And you'll just be
1: right here just saying yes to everything. And, <laughs> Signing and, your life away. Okay. And then this is the thing. No is a complete sentence. Yeah. You don't need anything in front of it, anything mm-hmm. behind it. An explanation is no. not needed. And like you said... Um, money you can make money you spend money you make more Mm -hmm. of things you can buy it lose it time is the only thing that they're not making anymore right that's true and you can't spend my money or my time Mm -mm. and when you have that thought this is my time and i won't get it back yeah so i will choose wisely how i spend my time mm-hmm. and how i allow other people to use my time and like you said um when you say no sometimes saying no to other people is simply saying yes to yourself mm-hmm and sometimes saying no to other people you're building in them the capacity to do the thing that they're asking you yep. to do
0: that's true we
1: don't we think we're you know we're the great ones and we have these s's on our chest under our clothes Mm-mm. when we're the person that everyone comes to yeah. because again it goes back to that i feel needed i mm-hmm. feel validated because everyone has to come to me mm. as opposed to let me build capacity in you so the thing that you want me to do now you know how to do it yeah. that's when we're actually growing and building people as opposed to developing worshipers to ourselves mm-hmm. yep and even in those
0: moments developing worshipers to ourselves we become a hindrance to people because now it's like oh they need me they need me they need me but
1: now they can't even live their best life because they need you they Need you, and then you have to ask yourself, what is it in me that wants people to need me? Mm. Why do I need people yeah. to need me? Because that comes from somewhere. Yep. And if we don't, those are the type of questions that make you dig and try to, and really make you think, what happened? Yeah. Or why do I feel good when someone else needs me? Mm-hmm. Which really says. I feel good and warm and fuzzy when I know that someone else is inadequate in an area. That's true. So then you have to unpack that. Mm -hmm. That's what counseling and therapy does. It helps you unpack the things that you probably have never really just thought about. You know that you know that feeling, that warm, tingly right. feeling you get when someone says, "I couldn't do it. I ha- I couldn't wait to call you." And you thinking, "Okay, you need hmm. me." Uh, you know. <laughs> yep. So then let's unpack that. Or why when I feel like someone is trying to end a relationship with me, mm-hmm. you know, I get extra dramatic and do the whole, "I can't breathe again." Um <laughs> What is it about me that I feel like I need people yeah. that don't want to be bothered with me?
0: hmm
1: See, that's the crucial conversation and the courageous conversations that only you can have with yourself. Right. That's true. And even, like, with
0: you saying that because... When it comes to, like, counseling and therapy, a lot of people will say, oh, people that go to counseling or therapy, they crazy. There's something wrong with them. (laughs) There's something going on. But it's not that I'm crazy or anything is, like over the top overrated no I need help with putting things into perspective to know why exactly is this happening and it keeps occurring in my life what is it that I can change to you know get another um, a better outcome so therapy and counseling it just helps to put those things
1: into perspective right and the thing I say that people that go to counseling therapy see life coaches they're some of the smartest people on Mm -hmm. the planet because they have the awareness yeah. that there's something i need or i want and i'm smart enough to know i can't give it to myself mm-hmm. that's smart to me yeah. not crazy right <laughs> that's smart yeah now if you if you want to use the word crazy it's the person that's walking around knowing something is wrong, <laughs> knowing they can't get it together, but keep saying, I'm not going to see anyone, mm-hmm. uh, but I know I can't fix it. Yeah. And if you think about it in terms of a puzzle, when you get a puzzle, all the pieces are everywhere, but you see the picture on the box. So you know what it should look like, right. but all you have are a lot of pieces. Well, what that counselor therapist or life coach does help you Put the pieces together to get the picture Mm -hmm. that you see on the box. Right. It's not what you see in movies and, you know, on Lifetime stretched out on a couch, somebody (laughs) digging in your head. Well, I might have a nice couch, but, you know, nobody's hypnotizing you, planting uh thoughts in your brain or, you know, making you hate your mom and daddy and saying your childhood was horrible. No, it's the this. These are the pieces you brought me. Mm -hmm. I'm just helping you. Put these pieces together, see where they fit so you can have what's on the box. Yeah. That's it. Making it it make sense. Making it make sense. Mm
0: -hmm. That's awesome. Listen, I am enjoying this conversation. Is there anything you want to tell the people about mental
1: health awareness or just anything? Yes, I would say, like you said, Kayla, May is Mental Health Awareness Month, Mm -hmm. and take care of your mental health. Practice self-care in some form, whatever form you choose for it to be, but just know you are the most important thing in your life and you have to take care of you first.
0: That is so true.
1: Speaking of self-care, what is your favorite thing to do for your self-care? Journaling. That Mm -hmm. is my favorite thing to do. And that's just because journaling creates a habit of expressing how you feel. Yeah. And once you do it with yourself, then it makes it easier for you to be able to express yourself to other people.
0: That's good. I love to journal too. Um, When I have my mentees, whenever I get a new mentee or whatever I always give them a journal a notebook or something and I tell them hey this is yours write in yes. it use it however you see fit I I love writing I just feel it's a good way to express yourself when you don't really want to talk to anybody or just having random thoughts and just creating something yes uh, so journaling is definitely a go that's yes. a plus I love it I love, I love
1: it, it. Thank you so much for being my co-host today. Thank you for having me. I have enjoyed the conversation. Listen, I love it. You definitely have to come back. Definitely will come back. Definitely, <laughs> definitely come have back. to
0: come back. Listen to all of our listeners out there. Make sure that you are taking care of your mental health, self-care, set boundaries, and be you. Be unapologetically you because nobody can do you better than you can do yourself. Listen, thank you guys for joining me for another episode of Kicking It With Kay, your girl Kayla, also known as your favorite life coach.
1: And we out.